0: Hey, welcome everybody! This is now the fun time for us. This is when we open the mailbag, we take your questions, we take your tweets, we take your takes, we take your rants. We, we, we even take some take some advice. If you got some advice? You can get this. But <laughs> this
1: is this is when we interact with the fans, and it's the most fun part of the show for me. We got a heap of questions tonight, man. It was it was quiet Monday night. It's lunes. It's Monday. And... Hey, amigo, más rápido. Las, si,
0: las, las preguntas, last por
1: favor. Uh, in you don't even know what, what that means. You don't in even know cuatro, that. in cuatro semanas, me, trabajo es en Barcelona, con mi amor. I go to Barcelona, so that week's gonna be t- gonna be sketchy for us. I'm in Barcelona, so I like here just for people listening to this, Jeff. I stupidly so my wife was like in like April, what what like I'm off for Halloween. Let's go on holiday, okay? Yeah, so I'm big Barcelona, Ped paid, paid for Barcelona. No worries. I get back into Dublin at 11.45 p.m. on Friday, the 2nd of November, and I have to go to Frankfurt at 6 a.m. the following morning. Who thought that was a good idea? Not me. It's no bueno, amigo. Okay, well, I think that we should get to the questions, and that's not talk about your marital situation. Coffee con coach. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) here here, we will still make this happen that week don't worry i've got i've got her blessing which is gracias and anyway let's move on i wanted to ask you one thing where we got these questions you mentioned meeting rick flair who else like who's been the most crazy person you've met at the super bowl because you've been to some uh, super Bowls. i mean for me it was the whole Pat mcafee thing this year i was mortified i genuinely wanted to like one of the most
0: fun ones at the super bowl was i was at the san francisco 49ers, um, or I'm sorry, it was the it was the San Francisco Super Bowl where the where the uh, Broncos played, and I was on one interviewing a Broncos player, and I look up just kind of look over the top of his head as I'm interviewing, and I see Snoop Dogg walking up with his entourage, right, and then Snoop Dogg kind of like was was standing behind the guy I was interviewing he wanted to interview him next and i stood up and i said damn it snoop Dogg, this is my interview right and he didn't know what to do at first like he was like hey bro <laughs> <laughs> so it was fun that was fun snoop dog was a blast um you know going to radio row if you're a football fan it's like it's like going to a live hall of fame where you know like last year do you remember Mike? How Carl Eller, who was a a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest when I was a little kid, just walking along great, great player, just spending time. And he was such a genuine, nice guy to talk to. And it's, you know, it doesn't, you see all those people, right? And so I I think that that Radio Rose situation is certainly a blast for me, but having an opportunity to see Ric Flair and spend a little time with him at the Super Bowl was fun. Going into a bar, and seeing Ryan Fitzpatrick sitting at the bar and then going behind the bar right and i had a just by sheer luck had somebody had a camera and i went behind the bar in my in i think it was tampa i went behind the bar miami and, and i said we're going to make the perfect mojito now this is a packed bar there's people all over the place right and and i'm behind the bar but as long as you got a television camera you got like it's open, right? You can do almost do anything you want at the Super Bowl. So I'm behind the bar and this bartender, right? I tell him that, you know, where I'm from, da, 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 and we're here to film the perfect mojito, right? And so the guy mixes the mojito and Ryan is sitting right at the bar, right across from where we're going. And I'm not paying attention to it. I'm just doing my thing, right? And so I said, at the end, the guy hands me the drink. And I said, I think we need a taste tester. And I said, and now I think NFL quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick needs to, needs to be our taste tester." So I handed the drink to him and the guy, the camera guy didn't, because Fitzpatrick has back to me. He didn't know who it was. Right. And Fitz turned and it was like this moment. Right. And then Fitz was beautiful. It was like, it was scripted. Like we, like we had practiced it before. And he goes, Uh, it's a little liney, but I do like that, you know, like he was some sort of (laughs) some sort of aficionado or connoisseur or whatever, and we had so much fun that day, and you should have seen, like, people were four deep at the bar, right, watching this crazy madness go on, but that's what Super Bowl week is like.
1: I was trying to find, just while you were talking, I was trying to find the the photo of you from Radio Row, where, like, you know, we're, we're just sitting having some fun, and Suddenly I look up in this guy and it's you in that blue Hawaiian shirt, but I can't find it. I will say I was walking along. Well here here's the first one. I was walking along this year and seeing this guy. But what really hit me was two things. I was walking along and I, I looked up and obviously people know that I'm like I'm a massive Denver Broncos fan and I'm walking along and I see this guy. And I'm thinking, Oh boy, and I got there. <laughs> Shot is sharp. But I was going up the escalator. So for people listening, there's two escalators, and um, I was in one. It was go- They were both going up the way. On the on the other side was Pat McAfee, AJ Hawk. Just started chatting to them. And I should have said, "Lads, you want to go for a pint?" Just like he's like, "You're that Irish." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that that's the night of it." So, yeah, I was like, "Man, my God, Brandon." Has Master said? See you in Glasgow in November, lads. Looking forward to it. L i n k t r. Dot e slash Rainbow. November the twenty fifth in Glasgow. Venue announced soon. I think Jeff's managing that. Are you managing that? Ben, hey, Brandon. To... I'll tell you what. I'm looking
0: forward to seeing you too, and again to get back in Glasgow and where I know that uh, those Glaswegian fans and the, and the NFL fans in Scotland are outstanding. We will be up there, and we will be sponsored by 888 Sports, the official betting partner of the National Football League in both the U.K. and Ireland. And again, comes, come to the shows.
1: We're going to have a blast.
0: Fred Flunk says, is there a worst haircut in the NFL?
1: Yes. Yes, there is. This haircut right here. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I'm going to tell you something. I think that Owen, although it's not in the NFL anymore, but Owen Wilson's mullet in Seattle was bad that that might be as bad as Mark Mark Davis is at
1: Luke Walsh says hey from Northern California where the girls will warm me and then he says sorry I gotta run so thank you very much your friend Ger we hey, got it a, yeah.
0: good Luke we'll see you again next week come with a question now all right and it's good to have Northern California represented uh, on the show
1: Gurr from, from Ireland said. This is a question from Gary McGurk from Monaghan. You ever been to Monaghan, Jeff? Nope. I'm hoping to make it though this year. Do you were know Monaghan? Is? No. Actually, you've never you've never heard of Monaghan. I want to be everywhere in Ireland.
0: I want to. I want to. I want to drive. Monaghan over is. I want to
1: see every little town, every little pub, all of it. Well, Monaghan is a, a little county beside me. It's just over the border. I mean, and there's a lovely little village. Just over the border called Emmyville. And this is where Gary McGurk's talking about here. And back in the day, people used to drive from the north into Emmyville to smuggle diesel because it was a lot cheaper. So yeah. it's, it's a very famous place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Gary McGurk is <laughs> this is the most random thing of the week. What does Jeff think of the emergence of Romeo Dobbs and the Packers' wider receiver room, wide receiver room, compared to the receivers Rodgers had to work with?
0: Well, I think the, the first thing is that they're younger. Right, and they're more in some cases more dynamic. Uh, I think that you know, the guys that Rodgers had to work with, frankly, were Rodgers' guys. He wanted those guys because he had a rapport with them, and I think that's important. It takes time to build a rapport, and that's what's impressive about one of the things that's impressive about the Packers and Romeo Dobbs is that they, you know, they haven't had a lot of time together, yeah, you know, and and I think love has done a good job and that offense is moving in the right direction. And if they can stay healthy, I think that they're going to be again, a factor in the race in November and December.
1: Right, we got one from Brandon who's in Scotland. I had a match just a second ago. What's your thoughts on FanJo's band, but don't break defense. Putting Kohu and Nickel Corner on Diggs the whole game was suicide instead of putting Xavier Howard on them, Bills feasted on that matchup, I, I agree yeah.
0: Yeah, Kuhu just he couldn't he couldn't handle Diggs, and with what they were doing, they couldn't get help to him. And you know, you got to credit the Bills too. The Bills had a hand in that. You know, with the formations that Kenny Dorsey and the personnel groups that Kenny Dorsey put on the field. So I thought it was great coaching by uh, the Bills coaching staff, and I think that you know they'll the Dolphins are going to learn from that. You the Kuhu can't he just cannot match up with Stephon Diggs.
1: Love it, Jeffrey. Love it. Uh, Shane, your friend, met Shane last week. Good seeing him again. he was in Wembley last week. Always looking well, Shane. Shane's got a better head of, head of hair than I have. Let's just put it that way. Uh, hey guys, Shane, Carlo, you gonna be the Carlo, Jeff. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be, I, might, I might move into Carlo for a while. Do you want to guess what color their GEA team wear, like jerseys? Guess. Yeah. I'll give you a hundred quid right now if you can guess. Cardinal, eh. Huh? Cardinal? I mean, whoa, hold on. What color is cardinal? Dark red. Dark red. Um, I mean, I'll give, I'll give you one more guess. I mean, we're live. We, we, we will have pink. some fun. Like, uh, pink. pink? No, I mean, I was going to show uh, do you. Know what, do you know what the fun thing about technology is? I mean, I mean, you start a Coffee with Coach on Periscope by yourself. Look at technology now. There you go. That's not cardinal. Wow. That is...
0: That that looks like it ought to be from you know somewhere in the in the West Indies. That's pretty. That's pretty fancy right there.
1: Oh my god. Okay. Right. Okay. 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 Um. Shane. Shane said. He's a Patriots fan. He loves listening every Friday. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate it, sir. Hope you're doing well. Thoughts on the Titans, considering all AFC's type teams are two and two. Can Tannehill, Henry, and D Hop lead into the division? Jeff, For me, I, I think this Jaguars game this weekend is massive. So so big because it's a statement for the Tennessee if they can go beat the Colts this weekend as well. Well,
0: I think I think those are the two teams that I think are going to be fighting it out for the division. But you know, again, this is going to this is a division that we didn't think much of before the season started, and now you start to look at that and you realize that there's some pretty good football teams and some pretty good football players in that division. And I would put the Titans in that class. The Titans are always going to be a tough out because they're so physical and they're so well coached again can they win the division that's a long we got a lot of football left to play but i think they're in the conversation
1: certainly gurr thought he would double dip by the way apparently that went viral you called him gurr last week i'm like at at home said a disgruntled bears fan gurr i can think of many things that are and i had them watch that absolute plot but please text me if you're awake and jeff please you text me as well so i can stay awake I disgruntled the Scruggled Bears fan. Do you think Ibriflus and Poles will still be in the post on tomorrow's, for people listening on Friday, we've done this pre-Fursday night football. Man, it's a long way from the Super Bowl shuffle and the punk QB. Yeah, it is.
0: and And you know, that's my thing with the Bears, right? Because that is one of the most iconic franchises with one of the most loyal fan bases and frankly, long suffering fan bases. They've had moments of glory right? The 85 team that that was, you know, we still talk about today. Um, You know, Lovey took them to a Super Bowl and they couldn't get it done. But other than that, it's been frustration after frustration. It's a proud organization. You go back to George Halas and, you know, they used to battle the Packers every year for the championship and and in the old NFL. And, you know, it's just hard for me to watch it. They're just a bad football team right now. And I think you know, there's a lot of reasons for that, and one of the reasons I think is it's an it's an organization that, for a long time, hasn't invested in winning. And I'm going to tell you something: there's nothing more expensive than losing.
1: Uh, we've also got Clive from London. Uh, Clive, we're, we're we're going to try and get Jeff to London. <laughs> Leave it with me. I'll see if my wife lets me out of the house. <laughs> Clive, uh from London. Are there going to be more teams finishing around uh, 500 this year, other than a few clearly at the top and a few clearly at the bottom. The other 20 or so teams are very even. I guess, Jeff, that's the beauty about this first moment of the league. Every, it's very, very even. It seems more even than normal, or maybe I'm losing my head. No, I think it's
0: a testimony to the, to the National Football League and the rules and the salary cap and the way we draft and the way the free agency order and all of those things are all designed with the per- for the purpose of not having elite teams, not having a team that you're if you're a fan of another team, you just say there's no way we could ever beat that team. I think you'd watch every Sunday, and we've seen it enough already. Where you better come to play. You're Dallas, and you're you're puffing your chest and you're feeling really good about yourself. You go out to play an Arizona team that nobody gives you nobody gives a chance, and you get your butt beat. Well, that's what happens in this league. It is not like the Premiership where you just can go buy a championship. It doesn't work that way in our league, and I think that's one of the reasons people love the NFL so much.
1: Rodri from <laughs> Tridegar Tred- Wales. Rodri, I butchered that, my friend, so please forgive me. I-, I think Zach Wilson, he agrees with you, Jeff. He thinks Zach Wilson gets a bit of moral revenge for Nathaniel Hackett. Who's-, who's Nathaniel Hackett? I've literally made him leave my mind. Against Sean Payton after what he said, Brees Hall is off. Pitch You seem very confident about the Jets this weekend, Jeff.
0: I, I like the Jets this weekend. And I, I think it's going to be, you know, the, this is a game that really in, in August, there was a lot of anticipation about this game because of the the, the saga between, you know, Sean Payton and Nathaniel Hackett, you know, where Sean Payton said it was a worst coaching job in NFL history. Well, all of a sudden, Sean Payton, you know, has found out it's a little tougher in Denver than he thought it was going to be. You know Hackett's now with the Jets. They're going to play the Denver. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the post-game handshake is like. But I think having Brees Hall off that pitch count is critical. And again, if if Hackett will scheme up a, a scheme up an attack that doesn't ask Zach Wilson to do too much, particularly from the pocket, then I think that the Jets will win this for game.
1: I love it, Jeffrey. We got a few more. Uh a few more questions Jerry said shout out to the Emmy Bowl lads Fred saying open invite lads I'll take you both to Glen Glen in the Garden of Ireland I don't know where that is Fred I'm sorry uh, Roger has one more for us from yeah thoughts on the the Braverly Shove in Philly how can it be stopped love that there's a rugby element in the NFL Jeff big rugby weekend this weekend oh I might not make the London game enjoy the games this weekend boys all the best what do you think Jeff
0: I, I, you know, I think that that tush push or brotherly shove or whatever you want to call it, they're gonna to have to look at that because there there is a rule that says you're not allowed to aid another player over the over the line of scrimmage, right? You can't shove a guy into it into the end zone. Well, that's really what goes on under. It's a rugby scrum, right? And you know, I'm not anti-rugby at all. I love the sport. I'm a big All Blacks guy, but I will tell you this that i think it's something that they're going to need to, to look at because you know i don't know how you stop it defensively i really i really don't know how you stop it defensively
1: you're a big all-blacks guy i mean you know obviously you're you're landing your support the next few weeks for us it won't be a live podcast yeah i mean that's this is the vert. Allez le see finally we've got jk from brighton i've never been to brighton i'd love to go you know, we can find a way to have a show is it nice yeah Nice. Uh, Jeff, do you think the season is too short? Only seventeen regular season games compared to other sports seems low. I'm thinking other high impact games such as rugby, ice hockey. It just is what it is, Jeff, isn't it?
0: I don't. I don't think. You know, I really wish sometimes that um, when I hear these kinds of discussions, and I and I, I understand what he's saying. Right, I'm not. I'm not saying it's foolish. I'm just saying that I wish you could get the the seat that I have every game day, which is right on the sideline. And if you heard the collisions that, and I'm, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about contact. I'm talking about collisions that go on every single play. You would say that 17 games is too much because these guys put their bodies at risk. And it's one thing to tackle without pads. It's a completely other thing to tackle with a hard helmet and shoulder pads. And on top of it, these are massive human beings moving incredibly fast, right? You talk about an athlete that weighs 230 pounds running 18 or 19 or 20 miles an hour into another athlete running that fast. Can you imagine what the the sound of that is? I mean, you can almost feel the shock waves come off the player when you see it. And, you know, again, I know that high-level rugby and ice hockey are, are violent sports, they are, right? But I cannot, I cannot describe to you, and I've been on the sidelines or at the edge of the rink for hockey, and I've been on the sidelines for world-class rugby, and I love it. And I'm not saying that those are soft or anything like that, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying you can't, television does not do it justice. To be on the sidelines at a pro football game and see how big and strong and fast these guys
1: are. Um big thanks to Roger saying great effort with a Trudegar tridegar pronunciation. Birthless, Berf- the NHS. Yes, sir. Thanks. Love the show. Thank you, Roger. I know Jeff. Appreciate it. Well. Great to have you with us, brother. Mr. Clive Underhill, party of teams any given Sunday is one of the best things about the league. That being said, i went into the Bears any given Sunday. Jeff, I'm looking forward to this Sunday, man. Well, this I might be sure. this this might be the Bears Sunday. You never know. You never. They're playing know. tonight, but yes, they could have a very happy Sunday. But yep. yes, or, I, I it agree. Could be,
0: or it could be Black Sunday in Chicago. You never know how this is going to sort itself out.
1: That's that's the beauty of the league, man. You're going to be missed on Sunday in Tottenham, big time. I know. I know Neil and Phoebe are going to be there. Jason's obviously there with it, but like you, you, you'll be missed. I'm yeah. looking forward to getting over here very very soon. Hurry I'm, up and get over here. I'm looking very forward. Quickly, to
0: it. are we, we going to do a live shot from? When you're at Tottenham, I'd love to see this. how well, the stadium looks and the crowd and all of it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm d- d- definitely going to try it. Wembley was a bit sketchy in the Wi-Fi, but I'm buzzing. I, I, don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but Mark Hogan on a vlog of like getting up in the morning and going to London, and it, he videoed you, me and you. I had no idea he'd done it, so at the very, very least, we'll do that there. Uh, big shout-out to Brandon as well for getting the comment in. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks for that oh,
0: We'll see you in Glasgow, Brandon. Bring all your friends.
1: And just realizing we didn't get Mickey Brady's question, I feel bad now. Have we got time, Jeff? You got one minute? Yeah, shoot, yeah. Mickey's from Newry. He's a big Steelers fan. When will Matt Canada's position as O.C. become untenable? No comment from me, Jeff. You say?
0: Well, I, I, I think, I think it's getting to that point. I think it's getting to the really to the frustration point. In season, you think? Well, I, I think that the you know, Mike Tomlin. Um, said the other day that you know he said there will be changes and he he didn't walk it back later but he did say he was talking about the way they practice you know you know just procedural changes but you're not going to let this season go down the tubes right and i think that's you know it's one of those deals it's not like matt canada's in his first year right and they're just trying to grow through the growing pains of a new coordinator He is struggling, they are struggling. And when, you know, one of the things that you guarantee for sure, it's a performance-based industry. And if you don't perform, they find somebody else. That's the way it is for players and it's the way it is for coaches.
1: But it goes as well, Jeff, if we didn't perform, somebody else would be here, so. You're right, that's exactly right. You better keep that in mind, buddy. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We're gonna be back Monday night I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a lot of coffee with Coach that night because I tell you what I don't know if, if people watch back on Monday night I was struggling I, Struggling Everybody if you're religious pray for easy Jeff That's all I'm going to say or else I'll be in very very bad form but Jeff looking forward genuinely anyway, like you know I obviously seeing Neil last week made me think God I can't wait to meet, can't wait to meet Jeff again. Neil looking like a young spring chicken you're looking like a young spring chicken we we've got to get you back over i i i know everyone's looking forward to it sir for people that are watching this as luke walsh just said please do hit the like button it makes a massive difference and um, if you can comment subscribe makes a big big difference jeff is back at 4 p.m eastern 9 p.m ireland uk on monday and uh yeah you can check out jeff's tour manchester december the second glasgow november the 26th and then a full irish tour cork is nearly sold out um which is scary. And it's going to be class. I can't wait. So, Jeff, I chat to you soon, my man. Give us a mahalo. Big shout out to Idiots. that responsibly. See you at Tottenham on Sunday, folks, if you're going, Jeff. See you soon, my man. All
0: right. Aloha and enjoy the week.